Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in um, three-body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, it has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the the whole premise of life is, is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake. 
and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues. Mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect T-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color and the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite which is kind of like a blue green and they're both so comfortable it's basically like you are wearing nothing great for free spirit types well for all the free spirits out there right now you can shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes xxs through 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know we sent you after you place your order select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows again that's skims clues it is springtime it is the off season it is gore girl summer the weather's getting warmer thank dark lord palmer and it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced. King Quinces, Okay. they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. This is Grafting with Grace Ann, the only place to get coverage of the best and worst plays from the most recent episode of Love Island. I'm your host, Grace Ann Parks. All right, let's crack on. Before we get into the gains and game breakdown, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the warm reception after Monday's show. I could not be more excited at how excited so many of you are for Love Island coverage. Like, I knew that we had Love Island fans in the pit, but I didn't know how many. 
So I'm I'm a very happy camper. Lizzie and Chad have been helping me create this show for a while now behind the scenes and I couldn't do it without them. And don't worry, they will be popping in and out a lot during the season along with some other special guests. So you're gonna wanna stay tuned for that. Now let's get into it. Here are the top five gains in the past 24 hours. Whisper player Jess kept the number one spot today, gaining 5.1K for a total of 81.4K. Twirl Hater, Ella, moved into second place, gaining 3.9K for a total of 57.1K. The bronze medal in gains goes to Tyreek, who put on 3.4K for a total of 61.1K. Leah got fourth place, gaining 3.1K. 4k for a total of 53.2k a newcomer to the gains chart and funny woman whitney is in fifth gaining 3.3k for a total of 25.4k next up the top five instagram chart molly stays in first place with 123k second place is jess with 81.4k tyreek stays in third with 61.1k Fourth place is Ella with 57.1K, and recently dumped Islander Rushi rounds out the top five with 56.4K. And lastly, we have our top five TikTok chart. Molly, again, at the top with 777.1K followers. Ella in second, 51.9K. Then we got Leah with 29.4K. In fourth is George with 18.3K and Rushi is fifth with 6.7k. On Thursday's episode, I'm actually going to take you guys through the week one and week two Instagram and TikTok gains because one, they're a lot more fun because the numbers are way bigger and you can kind of start to see the trends once we get into week three of coverage. So I think you guys are really going to like that. But now it's time to break down episodes 11 and 12. Rushi is dumped from the villa and Ella is safe. I think we all saw this dumping coming because Rushi wasn't in a strong couple, but Rushi isn't leaving the villa empty-handed. She came into the game as an OG Islander with 3,117 Instagram followers and 1.5K TikTok followers and is leaving with 56.4K Instagram followers and 6.7 TikTok followers. Honestly, her smartest move now that she's off the show is what fellow OG Islander George is doing. I don't know if you guys have been following the players on TikTok or not, but George is on TikTok every single day making multiple videos a day, answering like a plethora of questions from the fourth audience. So people are asking him things like, how long are filming days in the villa? Like, what is the food like? Like all these little things that he is able to give you insight on. Whereas, you know, when you look at The Bachelor, they can barely answer any of these behind the scenes questions until they're two years out from being on the show. It's ridiculous. But he has been gaining so many TikTok followers despite having been cut pretty early and it's paying off. And I feel like Rushi is loved by the fourth audience. And if she just gets in there, does a bunch of Q&As, does some great parasocial content, I think her numbers will go up significantly. So after everybody says goodbye to Rushi, we get right into it. The boys are joking with Mitch and he reveals his true intentions behind recoupling with Molly, saying, 
I think my game plan is I've got Zach trusting me. Zach thinks that I'm not interested in Molly when I am. When I talk to her and pull her for chats, he's just going to think, oh, it's a mate. But realistically, I can do it under the radar. Now, this is a risky move, but I respect it. It was not my play of the game, not even close, but respect. Uh, And you know what? Like, I can't even lie. Like, I was definitely rooting for him to win Molly back. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not, but as we'll see very shortly, uh, his plan does not go the way that he thinks it will go. He pulls Molly for a chat and (laughs) shoots his shot after everything. I say everything because while watching this scene of him basically trying to get Molly back, I just think of the scene of him sitting up in bed and telling Molly to never talk to him ever again. That's all I'm thinking of while watching this. But it's official. Molly is done with Mitch and has her head firmly on Zach. So much so that she decides to sleep on the day bed by herself to make a statement that she's all in for Zach. This was my play of the game. Molly slept on the day bed to make a statement to Zach that even though... Mitch is still into her and, you know, wants to try to win her back. She is firmly only pursuing him. And she went out there. She braved the mosquitoes, that humidity. Dude, imagine sleeping outside in that Spanish humidity. Like, even thinking about it, my hair is like already frizzing up. Okay, so the next morning we get this weird gym scene. Charlotte, Zach, and Molly are all in the gym together, right? Across the villa, sitting by the pool, is Jess, Sammy, Ella, and Mitch. And they're in, like, direct sight of the gym. The girls by the pool start talking and accusing Molly of doing the most. They're, like, snickering and making snide comments. And then Sammy jokingly asks if he can also get a workout class with Zach. And Zach's like, yeah, sure. And then he goes back to helping Charlotte in the gym. Molly immediately chirps, Jess, why don't you come? And Jess yells back, I don't want to intrude in the triangle, babe. Bruh. Jess then goes, she knows we're talking about her. And Sammy is like, I don't give a fuck. They think she's doing too much. I mean, okay, genuinely, imagine watching a playoff football game And sitting back at the TV, just lounging couch potato style and being like, you know what? Tom Brady really is just doing too much. You would never hear that. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Molly isn't doing too much. Molly's playing the damn game while y'all are lounging by the pool. Anyway, it's challenge time. This challenge is called popping off. Basically, the Islanders go in turns popping a balloon in different sex positions before revealing a dare that they have to perform with the Islander of their choosing. And kids, uh, this is an example of something you will never see on Bachelor in Paradise. So some highlights from this challenge. Mitch had a dare telling him to snog the Islander. He thinks his girlfriend material. He kisses Leah. Thought this was a good play on his part. Tyreek is dared to snog the Islander, who he wants to get to know more, and he kisses Leah right in front of Ella. And then in the middle of the challenge, the mean girl antics start up again. After Jess read her dare, 
which was to kiss the cheeks of the islander that she thought was the most two-faced. She goes and kisses Tyreek, sits back down, and Ella immediately says to her, oh, I thought you'd choose Molly. And Jess whispers back, yeah, but I didn't want to be horrible, but imagine if I had picked Molly. And Mitch joins in from across the fire pit and basically whisper yells, you should have done it. The camera then goes to Molly, who, by the way, is directly in the middle of what is happening. Like, Jess and Ella are on the left of the fire pit, and Mitch is on the right, and Molly is smack dab in the middle. Like, she can hear everything. It's like, at this point, just talk regularly? She can hear you. Then to put the cherry on top of the Mean Girl Sunday, Whitney's dare is to high-five the Islander she thinks is playing the game, she high-fives Molly. She should have high-fived everyone. I mean, everybody is piling on Molly. And I kind of had to stop myself and be like, okay, wait, is this editing? Because again, they're taking 24 hours of footage because they film these Islanders all day, every day, and condensing it down into an hour. Obviously, other stuff happened that day, but and they could have just put all of these scenes where it seems like everybody's piling up on Molly all together to make it seem worse than it actually was. But I don't know, dude. I don't know if this was editing or if everybody was just being just shitty to Molly. Moving on, Leah and Ella bury the hatchet and realize Tyreek is benefiting from the fact that they haven't been talking to each other about what Ty is saying to each of them. They agree that Tyreek just needs to make a decision. This prompts them both to pull Tyreek for a chat. Leah goes first and tells him he needs to make a decision. And when told to make a decision, Tyreek just straight up sits there and he refuses. He's just like, no, no. But he's doing it with like the most lovely smile on his face. He's just, he's like happily refusing in, in like the most positive way, just being like, absolutely not. Like I will pick whenever I know which girl I want. And Leah's just like, okay, whatever. Like I can't deal with this. So then Ella pulls him and they begin fighting about him needing to just pick someone. And we end on that fight. Episode 12 picks up after the fight with Ella and Ty and across the villa, Whitney and Catherine confront Jess about her comments on Molly during the pop-off challenge. And Jess claims she's never said a bad word about Molly. She just thinks what she's done to Mitchell was a bit unfair. Which is what? You mean letting Mitchell know every step of the way where she was emotionally and being communicative with both Zach and Mitchell? So neither felt let on? Is, is that the unfair thing you're talking about? Okay. Then Jess said, what she whispered at the pop-off challenge was a joke, and Whitney goes, that wasn't even funny. And since Whitney is currently the funniest one in the villa, she has full jurisdiction on what is or isn't funny, and her ruling is that it, it wasn't funny. Catherine suggests going forward that Jess cut out all of the whispering. Jess gets very defensive. She's like, I don't want this. I don't want to talk about this. It's winding me up and then produces tear play and walks off. Everybody in the villa kind of saw this go down. And so Medi pulls Whitney and asks why Jess was crying. Whitney explains what happened and Medi starts coming at Whitney with this major tood. Like so far, we haven't seen anything but just happy, joyful Medi. 
what he did in this episode was so like weird it was just like out of left field like he just switched but yeah he came at Whitney with just some major attitude he says to Whitney if I hear that you are Catherine oh no wait let me go back let me do French if I hear that you or Catherine made Jess cry I'm going to be very upset and Whitney is like I didn't make her cry and he's like, you better not have. Mehdi not having Whitney's back in this situation and involving himself in a situation that has nothing to do with him was my error of the game. Whitney did nothing wrong. She was having a civil conversation with Jeff. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is gonna feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Sweaters, candles, 
The dreaded bathrobe? Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Anyways, in the morning, Medi and Whitney chat again. Medi claims he didn't say she made Jess cry. And he doesn't want to be involved with this drama while it literally was him and only him who involved himself in the drama. He ends the conversation with Whitney by saying, Well, next time you make someone cry, I'll come to you directly. And then walks off. Seriously, where did this attitude come from? It's just absolutely unnecessary. And now Jess has to go and talk to Medi directly to assure him Whitney never made her cry. This whole situation is just yikes. And why Medi just not having Whitney's back and not believing her was my heir of the game. Next up, we have another challenge called She's a Keeper. So in this challenge, the girls will each demonstrate their football skills and then they get to give one boy a red card and a verbal warning. Then they move on to the next portion where they slide head first into the soccer goal. And then one at a time, the boys get a chance to kick balls directly at them to see if they can get one past them. After all of that, the girl will snog their star player. That's definitely not the most confusing and random challenge ever. Lee goes first. She gives her red card to Tyreek and kisses Sammy. Molly gives her red card to Mitch and kisses Zach. Whitney gives her red card to Medi and kisses Zach. Loved this. Catherine gives her red card to Zach and kisses Andre. Jess gives her red card to Tyreek and kisses Sammy. Ella gives her red card to Tyreek and kisses Zach. Zach is living. Charlotte gives her red card to Tyreek and also kisses Zach. So then the boys choose Jess as their sexiest keeper, making her the winner of the challenge. When they get back to the villa, Jess gets a text that says, because she won the challenge, she will now go on a date tonight with a real footballer named Scott. But before we get to that date, Medi finally apologizes to Whitney for the whole Jess crying incident. And while Whitney does accept his apology, she says this whole situation has made her take two steps back from what they were building as a couple. So that's definitely not good for Muddy. And then a a legit miracle happens. Tyreek has made a decision. He tells Leah he doesn't want to waste her time and that he is fully pursuing Ella now. 
Then Tyreek tells Ella to her face that he has picked her and he is done with Leah. As Jess walks to her date, we get new Bombshell Scott's intro package and learn he's a 22-year-old footballer from North Wales. He entered the game with 3,923 Instagram followers and 26 TikTok followers. And we end episode 12 with Jess and the new Bombshell Scott's date. My MVP of these last two episodes was Zach because he was the star of the She's a Keeper challenge. And he's also proving he has a fantastic second audience game. He is beloved by all of those women. I loved it. And he hasn't involved himself in any of the current drama, unlike Medi. So yeah, Zach was my MVP. This was my breakdown of episodes 11 and 12, and I'll be back tomorrow to break down the next episode. This has been Grafting with Grace Ann.